the Everyman Podcast. Oh, yeah, it's the Everyman. We're back at it. Big Dog, Daryl Campbell. Brother Jay. How are you, bro? Oh, man, I'm better now that my bro is on the other end. That's right. Of this screen, my man. And I'll tell you what, it's a special edition of the Everyman Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day, guys. You know, to, to everybody here in uh, the beautiful, grand United States of America, this beautiful mm. constitutional republic that we love. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. It is. So you might be, uh, you know, jamming this on the way to, I don't know. I don't know what exactly. I, you know, I don't know what yeah. you're doing for Thanksgiving. So let's start. <laughs> Let's start with what we're doing for Thanksgiving. Daryl, what what's going on, man? What's your plans? Mm. I think first and foremost, I'm going to try to avoid having to come into work. I think that's the first thing. Hard to because, do at a place like NFL Films in general, but yeah. especially on a holiday like Thanksgiving when there's football. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of like the whole thing. Football, hopefully I don't have to do any directing for VODs, in which case I can just be home and just watch some football honestly and we talked about this at the beginning of the season week one thursday night was my first night watching football like as a fan in five years so technically if i'm home for thanksgiving watching football would be my second night of watching football in that time so well and you know who's you know prime time thursday night yeah and uh, before I get der- derail, I mean, well, you know what? I don't want to derail the thing. We're going to talk about that in a moment mm-hmm. here. I, too, am, am hoping you're not having to, uh, you know, do your everyman thing at the headquarters. But, you know, when the everyman is called upon, the everyman responds. Have to rise to That's the right. occasion. That's have right. Have to rise to the occasion. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, getting together in a limited capacity with my uh, COVID family. COVID safe. Of course. <laughs> Bro, of course. certain circumstances. These uncircumcised times, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you find yourself getting clipped one way or another. So Yeah, one way. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to Thanksgiving with my family. Um, you know, football, obviously, it's even mm. it's even tighter this year. And <clears throat> before, I, before we get to that, you know, we were joking a few weeks ago on the pod here. Uh, I think it was episode 93 in the pod archives there. We were talking about kind of mocking, if you will, some of the restrictions that they were setting into place in, in California because they just seemed so strangely worded and weirdly put together <laughs> yeah. and like specific about certain things and then extremely broad on others. And, um, you know, it didn't take long for that kind of, uh, I want to call that creative work, to really propel now i want to make it i want to make it clear (laughs) here we're not you know we we, we've been consistently taking this series from the beginning and you know we are abiding by the rules we're wearing the masks we're washing up the hands you know limiting Mm -hmm. the social distance the whole bit if you personally haven't had you know hopefully none of our listeners here in the everyman podcast uh, universe and the cosmic canoe with us have had a these issues, but I'm sure somebody has, you know, and I'm sure if you haven't, you know, someone who has, you work with somebody who's had to deal with it. So I think everybody at this point gets it. That being said, when you, when you codify something, um, into like an official guideline, 
such yeah. as like no singing. Mm. I think it makes you lose credibility and anybody that is on the fence about whether or not they should follow the more, how do you say, reasonable sounding things such as limit how many people you have over. Right. It's hard to get people to, to follow those ones when you want to start talking about, yeah, you know, no, like I lit, like I saw <laughs> like on the news, limit alcohol consumption, keep music to a low volume to, mm-hmm. to discourage like being close to each other. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, and, and, and no singing. So it's like, <laughs> look, I get what you're trying to do here, but when you spell it out like that, I don't know. What do you, I mean, what do you think about that? Am I, am I, am I reading too much into this? No, I, I don't think you're reading too much into it. I think, you know, one America is pretty tired of being trapped and siloed into their own perspective places because of this virus. But then when you become as stringent as you are with, with, you know, the rules and regulations, like you say, when you codify something like no singing, okay. All right. Don't, don't turn up your music too loud. All right. So as to not encourage those things, I think I think people just you know and I, we had in our text our text uh, today yesterday I have to pull out my FOH card fuck out of here bro because it's just not happening man because there's so much more going on that like you say when it's reasonable hey limit the amount of people that you're around all right you know what M- maybe don't spend so much time at the gym I mean we shut them down anyway I can kind of buy into that but when you say no singing. Ah, man, it really it, makes you want to go against the grain. Man. And it comes off as, as like oddly specific, you know, to a certain group well, you of know people, happens, you know, you say what's next, right? That's the problem. Okay. Just, if you, if you, if you no know singing, okay, what else can I do? Can I take a shit? <laughs> Is, can, yeah. can I like, not in my house. Like, you know, not up in here. Like, it's like, come on, man. It's not because I'm worried about COVID. I just don't think we could, our plumbing can handle it. <laughs> so that, that too, right? Breaking porcelain open everywhere, man. Oh, my God. But no, dude. But you, I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's the what's yeah. next when you do stuff like that. Right. And like, how far are we from like, well, you may sit quietly and watch television in right. your house. Just like getting out and just saying it, like really insulting us. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, you, you and I were talking earlier and I was kind of joking about just, you know, things in general, but like, I'll tell you, man, it's nice that we have all these distractions, football, the pursuit of a PlayStation five, perhaps even work, work, Hulu. Ah, oh, but I got 12 seasons of Seinfeld to watch. It's a good thing we have all these distractions because it's definitely it's keeping people complacent in some mm-hmm. regards. And yeah. you know, I just my my biggest thing, man, is you know we I, I want everybody to have a safe and happy holiday. Yep. And I want everything to try and get back to normal. You know, and I get we got to make some concessions and we we might have to sacrifice some family gatherings and stuff. Everybody should do what they feel comfortable doing. You know. If, if you don't feel comfortable going over to somebody's house, then don't. If you don't feel comfortable going to the mall to go shopping, you know, don't. I think it's a little fucking weird that while I can't sing, 
I am I am permitted to line up at 7 a.m. at the local GameStop in pursuit of a PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you look at certain things like, I'm not even going to name names of companies, but just Google it for yourself. There's plenty of quarterly earnings that you can go look at. And some of these big box stores, look at what their profits are. And then again, whether it was some of my best friends, some of the guests on our show, listeners to this show, mm-hmm. businesses closed. Yeah. Seemingly yeah. almost overnight. From thriving to done in weeks. Yeah. But then the, these other things get, get to get to continue. And it's like it's almost like all right, well, let's just really shut everything down. Yeah. And inf- and enforce it. Let's let's get rid of it. You know, yeah, otherwise it's starting to seem like otherwise it's starting to seem like to certain people and I'm not I'm not being a conspiracy tinfoil hat guy here, but it's starting to seem like to some people who have lost more not saying that the loss of life is that's not what I'm saying at all, but there are things that you can lose that are devastating that are not your life. True. You know, True. so however we, however we got to slice the turkey to get there is what I'm in favor of. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? We did get a taste of it though over the uh, summer with the whole, especially yeah. when ever, especially when everything got bad and you had your curfew and you had to be inside by yep. a certain time. Yep. Now you can't sing. I'm just saying. We're, we're, hey, it's like we we were jokingly mocking these deals, but there's a tad bit of clairvoyance in some of this shit. So, yeah, got to read between the lines, you know. You got to be careful what you ask for, Daryl. True, because you never know when you might you get it. Never know. And, and you I never see know. a lot of people asking for a lot of things right now, and I just say, hey, careful there fella yeah you know i've been doing a lot of cowboy lingo because i've been playing red dead redemption 2 again and i got i got sucked back in i played it so much that i and then i was like i'm never gonna beat this and then didn't touch it for like two years and i started back up again uh with my fiance and you know the cowboy the cowboy guns well it's fucking great yeah. But like he's like, I reckon, fella here, boy. You know, come on, boy. Like, <laughs> like it's around here, <laughs> dude. And, and, uh, so I've been, I've been doing a lot of, you know, uh, how much you reckon a pallet weighs? You know, like, you know, a lot of, a lot of reckon. You know, when we're talking, uh, when I'm talking freight, it's, uh, it's a good time. You know, talking freight. That's gonna be the, the, the spinoff pod here. Oh, talking yeah. freight with talking Justin freight. and Daryl. Um, hey now. So you know, things I'm looking forward to. Pittsburgh Steelers, bro, ten and zero. What the good fuck? God. What four, the four fuck? interceptions, bro? Dude, fucking four. I'll tell you, dude. I've got a theory, okay, and it goes a little something like this: the NFL media. No offense. No, that's not really your. You're you're not a part of the NFL. No, media. I'm you're not. Part no. of, you're just you're you're the man in the machine. I'm a, I'm a cog in the machine, man. You're a cog in the cog. machine. I'm yeah. talking about the people that cover it. "Quote unquote" analytically, well, for a living, <laughs> you know, the sports journalists specifically. 
you know, there's been a lot of shit talking on Ben. And he, honestly, he, as a longtime Steelers fan and one who's old enough to remember his rookie year very well, yeah. he was not his best f- friend early on in his career. You know, there was just, he was allegedly rude to people and it got around Pittsburgh and people, locals and stuff definitely had, everybody had a story. It seemed like those first three years where he was in the league. Cause he was always out partying. And like, I spent two seasons going to every game in Heinz field. I was blessed enough to be able to do that. And I always met somebody who had some fucking story about Ben. Okay. <laughs> and then he wins. And then, you know, time heals all wounds kind of thing. But there's been this perception that he's like not a locker room leader, that his teammates hate him and that he's like, he's just aloof basically. Mm-hmm. And Meanwhile, there's been all these, like, he's playing in the era of Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and still, he's still won two rings, went to a third Super Bowl, and had some really great statistic years. But this injury that happened to him, and and I didn't, I picked up on this from watching that that Big Ben documentary they did, it's called, like, Bigger Than Football or something. Mm-hmm. something kind of, it's kind of cringy, but the title, but they were like, listen, dude. If you don't get surgery, your career's over. Just flat out. It's done. You're done. We've never had a quarterback that got this injury, that could get this surgery, that's a candidate for this surgery, that could come back. And when I hear that, I immediately relate to it because that was my situation when I got to the Mayo Clinic. They were Mm -hmm. like, listen, we've tried this on a bunch of different people and it didn't work out. But you have – you're young. You Yeah, you're super sick, but – all of the rest of you is good. Like, yeah, your organs are having trouble now, but like, we think they're going to bounce back. And like, you're a great candidate for this surgery. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, oh, Ben was a great candidate for this kind of like experimental thing. So they're like, all right, let's do it. And his teammates know that. His teammates yeah. want to win for him. And this is the first time that I can recall in like since you know his rookie year, even even in the Cordell Stewart era where you had the team was like playing, like maybe the last time was Jerome Bettis when the bus wanted to retire. And he was like, I'm retiring in Detroit. That's the last time that this has happened for that team. And like they are rallying around him. They want to win for him. They want to win for Tomlin, you know, and we, and you guys will hear it next week on, uh, you know, our, our swap cast with the let's talk bigger facts crew. You know, we talk a little bit about coach T and uh, what you know the Steelers and all that stuff, and people want to play for him. People want to win for him, and I think you're seeing the perfect mix of there's this global thing going on. It's a very us against the world. Everybody feels like that. Oh yeah. The Pittsburgh Steelers feel like it's their time. The defense is ready. The offense is ready. They want to win for Ben. And like these games, I'm watching. It's like. Sometimes he's not playing well, and the next thing you know, it's like, oh, interception, 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 interception. Yeah. Sack, sack, sack. It's like the craziest. It's it's such a fun. It's a fun team to watch. They're ten and zero. You know, I'm oh, going. Yeah. I'm going on this rant here. It sounds like I'm just being a homer, but no, dude. It's you it's get. Fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Like they they no, they want to win for him, bro. If it, it, and and just speaking to the point you made earlier about you know people having their own perspective about Ben early in his career and kind of how he was, you know depicted whether it was he wasn't a leader or he just wasn't about the team or not i think i i would implore everyone to check nfl films library of resources 
with respect to his wires. Because I'm telling you, there's not a more vocal, more engaged quarterback in the league akin to a Brady or a Peyton Manning when it comes to leading their team. Even when they're down, even when the chips are all up against them, even when he's got an injury and he's on the sideline, you know what I'm saying? He's still engaged and he's still very much a team player and galvanized in the troops. So, yeah, check out our wires. You'll get a different perspective. He and and dude, like, just uh, the defense. Oh God, Bud Dupree, a maniac this week, a literal maniac. It's it's like he like some of the some of the pressure that this guy is able to get and how athletic he is. It's like it's bananas. And TJ well, Watt, this like every week, it just I'm getting, I'm. It's like, you know, I remember I remember hearing um, Ike Taylor talk about Palomalu. And you remember that famous, it was against the Chargers the year they won the Super Bowl, and it was in the snow, and Palomalu dove, and like, he did, he dove literally like nine yards or something like that. Oh, yeah. And then like, just got his finger under it and intercepted the ball and just like tucked mm-hmm. and rolled oh, yeah. perfectly. Oh, yeah. I was at that game. I mean, I was sitting eight rows back on the 50-yard oh, line. That happened right in front of me. Yeah. And everybody and it was like people were shocked. And I remember hearing Ike Taylor say, like, that's he does he you don't understand, he does that shit all day at practice, every day, every week, every month, as long as I've been here. Yeah. It's getting to that point with some of these guys, like Minka Fitzpatrick is somehow gonna be where the ball is. Yeah. Yeah. Even up front with the defensive line, man. Like Cam, it, Cam it, Hayward like is, is a grown man. Dude, it's like if they rush four, they might as well be rushing like eleven. The way they're coming, it's they're fucking everywhere, dude. What do you think and of Stephon no, to it? There's no, there's, there's no one that can block those guys. You, you can't chip them, you know. Like, what do you think about to it? Because he's a Notre Dame man. I think he's great at the point of attack. I think he has a second and third move that's very scary. Well, I didn't say very scary. He can displace an offensive lineman to the point where he he, he kind of looks non-existent, and that's that's very scary. That's very scary. <laughs> yeah. Like that's. I just think they. I like, and I was thinking about it. Like, what do you have? Four All Pros well, on this defense. That, you know, the, right? the thing to me is like to four? be that young. What's up? I was saying, looking at this defense. Yeah. I think they have four, maybe five, legitimate first-team All Pro players on there. Easily. Like, if Devin Bush Easily. didn't get hurt when he did, and I, I think he's coming back at some point. Yeah. But, like, TJ Watt, Mika yeah. Fitzpatrick, Joe yep. Hayden. Yep. Like, yeah. Bud Dupree is even in there. Vince Williams. Like, dude, Vince Williams is like, he punishes people. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But the Tua kid, like... To be that young and, and have a skill set like that right now. Well, they locked him up for a couple more years. I think they got him and Cam for like the next five or six years. This is going to be scary, man. It's going to be scary. If they can keep... And this is during like COVID times. Like, I think that it, gets like. I think that it has definitely. Because the Steelers are one of those teams that like anywhere I've ever traveled in the country, I see Steelers shit. And you yeah. like you could say that about the Cowboys, the Giants, Packers, but like because of the way that cable 
came about and the NFL's expansion and all that stuff and the Steelers winning big in the 70s and that having a lot of to do when people were starting to get color TVs and stuff in their house and like they they have a larger national footprint than your most NFL teams. Mm-hmm. So I think part of them is thinking like, yeah, it's not just for Pittsburgh. Like there's a whole state. Oh, yeah. Like they, a lot of teams try to do that. Like, Ooh, Jaguar nation, you know, oh, and respect God, not... to you, respect to you, Jacksonville. But there's not a, like, there's a true Steeler nation and you like see it yeah. every time they play anyway. Oh, yeah. Like Jacksonville was mostly Steelers fans. Jacksonville. They got a long way to go. That's all I can say. Well, my boy Gardner Minshew was like, "All right, I'm back, I'm back, baby." <laughs> he survived another. Uh, he survived another week. But uh, yeah, man, Pittsburgh Steelers ten and zero. You know, <laughs> I gotta. You know, at this point, I'm not even gonna acknowledge it. Just gonna keep it because we did. We just we've mentioned it every week, so the mention continues. Um, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know this week. So what do you got? You got Houston and Detroit, right? Uh, Dallas and who? Who are they playing? Panthers oh. or something? Yeah, something like that. Doesn't Seattle, matter. Maybe I don't know. They're all gonna get destroyed. Yeah, it's good. Whatever it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's great having football back. I'm. It looked like we're gonna make it all the way through this season at this point because mm-hmm. I think. Uh, well, <laughs> I just knock on wood. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. And you know, a, a couple other little things here before we wind down. We wanted to give you a nice and tight. Uh, shiny and bright little Thanksgiving. Shiny you know, and you're, you're, you're chopping up the carrots. You're peeling the potatoes with mom. Um, Are you smoking? Are you gonna smoke anything? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna smoke a shoulder. Um, okay. I got a nice ten pounder in the fridge. Okay. Uh, to complement the bird. Nice. Um, at uh, the family's request, because once they get a taste of that smoked meat, there's no going back. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much ruined their palate for other <laughs> other food. Um, you know, this year, 2020, the year of the everyman, um, we said it, we meant it, we did it. It's still going on. Mm -hmm. It shall continue and culminate really with our hundredth episode right around the corner here. And this last week we had, um, James Labrie on the podcast Mm -hmm. from, uh, dream theater. Singer, frontman, songwriter, vocalist, all around, all around every man, uh, James Labrie, and this was the second time he'd been on the show, and it was a it was a great conversation, and it was another one of those weeks, you know, where the podcast just kind of pops, you know, and a lot of people listened, and you know, just want to for all the new listeners that are here with us now after after coming out to that. You know, welcome to the Cosmic Canoe. We really appreciate you checking us out. You know, Finland, right now we're oh, yeah. in the top 100 in Apple in Finland, which is crazy. They got a lot of, either they got a lot of Dream Theater fans or they have no podcasts in Finland. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure which it is. But or they love our beards. It could be. <laughs> it could be a combo of all three is the really yeah. sc- crazy thing. Um, so, you know, again, it's humbling to see. The, all the the comments on the YouTube, the the thumbs up, the the messages on Twitter and Reddit and stuff like, it's awesome and love it. we love it. We appreciate it. You know, um, we're in this. We do this because one, we love talking to each other, and this is just yeah. an excuse 
uh, for us to connect and get to have long extended conversations with each other every week and our, and our mm-hmm. friends and cool mm-hmm. people. That's really what we started. And, but you know, on top of that, it's, um, to try and shine a light on you and, and then therefore you shine that light on your family and friends, uh, in the way of maybe having an extra pep in your step, maybe a little extra smile, uh, on your face. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, in these uncircumcised times, you just, you, you can't take that for granted. And, no. you know, um, just like everything else is upside down, you know, Thanksgiving might be a little different this year for you. Maybe it's not. Maybe you're just saying, fuck it, and I'm going to have 60 people over, and I'm going to cook three turkeys. God bless you, because that's what you're comfortable with. I'm not here to harsh your yeah. vibe. I nope. just want everybody to have a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving. Daryl, I love you, my brother. Love you too, bro. I am thankful for you. I am thankful for the impact that you've brought into my life uh, in all the different ways, man, positively, um, in every way shape and form and uh Mm -hmm. you know everybody it's my it's my thanksgiving homework to you to call up that special someone whoever they might be and just thank them for what they do for you in your life and uh you just pass that along so now that this podcast is wrapping up we're gonna hit you with a little devin townsend casualties of cool just because fuck it that's what we can do on the audio only episodes so again i love you bro happy thanksgiving And uh, we'll catch you guys next week.